Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It is Monday, June 12th. This week is looking like some unwelcome deja vu for two top Republican leaders, Donald Trump and Kevin McCarthy. I'm going to start with Trump. The former president is going to be arraigned for the second time on Tuesday afternoon, this time in a federal courthouse in Miami. In case you've been living under a rock since Friday, Trump is facing 37 charges from special counsel Jack Smith for mishandling classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Over the weekend, we started to see some chatter circulating online from Trump supporters calling for people to protest and resist on his behalf. One of those people was Congressman Clay Higgins, a Republican from Louisiana, who told people to essentially be ready with military-scale maps and guerrilla warfare tactics. He didn't use those words specifically, but he did use shorthand for those exact phrases. We should be clear here that Trump warned of, quote, potential death and destruction ahead of his April hush money indictment in New York. And while some of his protesters did end up showing up, no violence ever broke out. Still, federal authorities are going to be taking every precaution to make sure that a riot does not occur. But Trump will certainly be stoking the fires all weekend. He was speaking to Republicans in Georgia and North Carolina, where he railed against President Joe Biden and the special counsel, Jack Smith, his family, everyone he sort of blames for being in this predicament, everyone but himself. One other development over the weekend, we started to see some of Trump's longtime defenders actually go on television and say the case against him is fairly strong. One of those people was Jonathan Turley, who is a well-known and prominent Republican lawyer, who's also a Fox News contributor, but said the case looks extremely damning. We heard something similar from one of Trump's former attorneys, actually, as well. And even Trump ally Alan Dershowitz, who defended him in the first impeachment trial in the Senate, said that there was some evidence in the case that Trump should be concerned about. Enough about Trump, because he's going to be dominating the whole week. Let's come back to Washington, where Kevin McCarthy is dealing with his own headache. Last week, McCarthy was forced to cancel votes and adjourn the House early because of a budding mutiny on his right flank. Well, it turns out the conservatives are still unhappy with him and are talking about potentially tanking additional GOP legislation on the floor this week. Last night, I caught up with one of the 11 House Republicans who sank a rule in the House last week, and it turns out he's still mad. Tim Burchett told me that, yes, he still has some concerns. He thinks that conservatives have been cut out when it comes to fiscal issues. And he also has a more personal gripe. He says that leadership has been arm-twisting and making threats to GOP members if they vote against the team. He said he actually witnessed this on the House floor recently, and he's sick of it. He also blames McCarthy himself, saying that while McCarthy wasn't the one doing the arm twisting, the buck stops with the speaker. And until he actually denounces the actions of his leadership team and calls them out, then he perceives that McCarthy condones this behavior. Burchard's comments are noteworthy to me because he's actually not McCarthy's worst nightmare. Yes, he was one of the people who took down some GOP bills last week to protest the debt ceiling deal, but he's not a member of the Freedom Caucus. And he's not a longtime McCarthy critic. In fact, when I spoke to him, it sounded like he was eager to get to a solution. He was just very frustrated by what was going on in the House and the fact that McCarthy hasn't even called him to talk about it. He says he wants to speak with McCarthy personally. And when I asked him if he was willing to vote against a rule that would bring up other Republican bills this week, he basically said he was open to it. And I also talked to other sources who were close to this group of detractors 
And they said that, yes, they could potentially bring down more Republican bills this week until McCarthy assuages some of their concerns. So what exactly do these guys want? That's a big question right now. They haven't publicly said that they need something from McCarthy, but I'm hearing from my sources that one idea they've discussed is holding McCarthy to a promise he made during the speakership vote to pass spending bills at fiscal 2022 levels. That's a problem, of course, because McCarthy struck a deal with President Joe Biden as part of the debt ceiling standoff that they would cap spending at fiscal 2023 levels, basically freezing them where they are right now instead of cutting them to levels from the previous year. Now, conservatives don't really care. They want McCarthy to go back on that and they want him to mark up appropriations bills at the lower level. So we'll see if that's ultimately where McCarthy goes. I was talking to a senior Republican last night who was telling me he could see that happening, potentially. McCarthy could allow them to do this, but know full well that ultimately he's going to have to come back up to those fiscal 2023 levels he agreed to with Biden at some point in the future. That would basically be just kicking the can down the road in terms of this brewing fight between conservatives and McCarthy. So it's not exactly a long-term solution, but perhaps that gets them through the next couple of months. As for the rest of your schedule today, at 10 a.m., the president is going to be receiving the daily briefing. Biden will also host College Athlete Day on the South Lawn with the NCAA championship teams. Second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, will also be there. This afternoon at 3.15, he's going to be meeting with the NATO Secretary General in the Oval Office. And then the rest of the week's schedule pretty much moves to the campaign trail. Trump, of course, will be watching on Tuesday for his arraignment, but we're going to be seeing former Vice President Mike Pence speak to the Gridiron's Men Conference. And for more news and a fuller look at the schedule, visit politico.com slash playbook. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening this morning.